All right, everyone. It's a really, it is starting a podcast that doesn't have theme music or the big, like, and now your podcaster extraordinaire. It's Jack, you know. This is a very much the podcast just kind of starts. It's, it's a freezing cold open. But uh, I don't know. I feel like if you listen to this podcast, you don't need the bells and whistles. You're here for the voice. Nah. <laughs> Guys, welcome. Welcome to Gambling for Shoes. Here's the intro. Welcome to Gambling for Shoes. My uh, my host is me. <laughs> it's me, Jack Snodgrass. I'm a former professional baseball player living in Chicago, Illinois, doing stand-up comedy pretty much every night of the week and uh, trying to stay married and positive and healthy, happy, strong, all these things. So many things I'm trying to do. Uh, but mostly trying to give you guys some good content today, you know. Uh, so this podcast is about gambling. Um, mostly, mostly. I just, I just hit my little weed pin, and uh, it's really done a number on my, on my ability to talk. Sometimes I think I should be smoking normal weed, and this pin may actually have uh, some type of weird government plant in it. But anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show. Gambling for shoes. We're getting back on the rails here. So typically, what I would this this podcast is rooted in me trying to get better at gambling and also buying some more shoes. But I learned that trying to pick shoes every week was it's just kind of a pain in the ass. It's just one more thing to do. So I'm just going to buy shoes at the end of the year, and uh, with the, all the money I've been making, uh, which we're at week nine right now, and I haven't made much money. Uh, to be totally honest, I have lost. I would say of the eight weeks that have passed, I've taken L's on the on five. Yeah, yeah, I would say five. Um, last week though, pretty good. I actually, I played my gut. I didn't second guess myself, and uh, I think I I went in pretty hard on the Seahawks, and there was somebody else. I forget, but I ended up having a pretty good week. Could have had an amazing week if the Bengals decided to play football on Monday. Jesus Christ! I know that they were down Jamar Chase and all that stuff, but that was a fucking no-show. So, uh, the backstory on this, for any first-time listeners, I just moved to Chicago from Cincinnati. I jumped on the Bengals bandwagon without shame, okay? I might as well have gotten a fucking tattoo. I didn't, but I, I am emotionally invested, and I think that they have a bad head coach, and that they will never win a Super Bowl, or perhaps never return to the Super Bowl, until they get a new coach. Hi, I'm Jack, I'm 34, bitching about head coaches is what I do now, that's, I'm out of my 20s, but, I, they gotta, I don't know, they, I mean, I just feel like whenever you have a Monday night football game, you know, I just, and you just fucking don't show up, and you lose to the last place team in the division like that. How good of a team are you actually? What's hilarious is that last time I was on this podcast, which was maybe last week, I was like, I'm feeling optimistic about the Bengals. I think they're turning it around. Because I knew that I knew that it would be a tough game on Monday, but I mean, Jesus Christ, that was a whiff. It's just sad. It's sad. I I understand the torment of, of sports fans now. I get it. I relate to so much of the world because. I didn't like teams for a while, and now I like the Bengals. 
And uh, I guess it's nice to be connected to something. But uh, it also kind of sucks. Because at the end of the year, there's 32 teams in the NFL. 31 different fan bases are going to be miserable. And that's just, that's just what it is. Why do we do this? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. This week, though, I feel confident. I'll give out some pickies at the end. Ooh, I'll, 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 I'm a holding off. You gotta wait for this. But now that I'm, now that I have a one week winning streak, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for it till I give you the fucking, the tea or whatever fucking people call it. The guaranteed pick. That's. I feel good this week. We're gonna ride the Seahawks again. You bet your ass. Um, the league doesn't. The, the betting public does not know the Seahawks are good. All right. We got one, maybe two more weeks to take advantage of this. So, if you're out there and you're thinking about gambling or you've never gambled before, let's make a pact right now. Say I, your name, am going to bet on the Seahawks, who are for some reason getting two and a half points on the road against a bad Arizona team. And you'll do it, and then you will become a gambler. I am a gambling vampire. I'm just trying to convert people over. Come, come on in, spend eternity with me, lose money with me in my crypt. <laughs> it is fun though, and uh, Seahawks, 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 make the pact, be on the team, and if we lose together, then God damn it, we'll be friends. It's something, something to be said. We can't go to war together anymore, you know. Back then, I, I like even the, in like two thousand years ago, you wanted to be buddies with somebody, you just go to war with them. You know, you just go start a fight, and that unifies you, and then you have a, if you survive it, then you have a genuine <laughs> trauma bond uh, that will keep your relationship tight for the rest of your lives, and that's, gambling can, can be that. That's what, we're just commiserating. That's why people tune in. This, this, this podcast is, says it's about gambling, but it's really about emotions. I'm looking at my notebook. This is a real podcast. With not a bell nor a whistle. But uh, you got me, you guys. The World Series is happening. Some people want to hear my opinion on that because I used to play baseball. Not, uh, Never got to play in the World Series or anything that resembled. I got to play in the College World Series, kind of. and I played in the tournament. But not in like whatever is televised on ESPN. Whatever we played on with our, our the game we played on was like on uh, like <laughs> whatever channel Martin came on, UPN maybe. <laughs> but I remember my my biggest claim to fame is that one day I was on the cover of ESPNDeportes.com. I screenshotted it. It's true. That's cool. You can never take it away from me. I may not. I may not. I may not have ever played in the World Series, but God damn it. People in South America know me. <laughs> uh, this World Series, if anyone's watching, I, I don't know. Someone, I heard that the, that uh, viewership is way down in the World Series, which is kind of sad. But it is a good one. The Phillies are intriguing. The Astros, obviously, boo them. You know, fucking cheaters. Can't let that go. But it looks like they're about to win the World Series. This is Friday, November 4th. Astros just went up 3-1. to one. Ouchie, Philadelphia. Uh, and it looks like the snake is constricting and about to swallow its prey. That's 
I don't even know why they're. It's hard to explain why they're better than the Phillies right now. I haven't been watching the games that closely, but I've been tuning in. But uh, game, whatever they played on Thursday night, there's some huge defensive plays in the uh, last couple innings, and that that kind of like separated the game. Defense wins championships. I hated playing defense. I was a pitcher. Ground balls hit to me. I think, you know, at one point in my life, I liked fielding ground balls, but I think I got tall and, like, lanky and just, like, you know, I just had more going on with my the longness of my body, and it just didn't it didn't uh, lend itself to being great at fielding ground balls hit at you at 100 miles an hour. It's a really terrible feeling. <laughs> But some guys are very good. I have a lot of respect for him. There was a first baseman. Uh, I forget his name. I'm just butchering. But uh, yeah, screamer in like the in like the eighth inning, Kyle Schwarber, and the guy. He in his in the slow motion replay, he was terrified. You saw his the look of terror of oh shit, this ball's coming at me, but I can't let it get by me. So I guess I'm gonna get hit by this, and it, it went into his glove. And I can relate to that moment a little bit. Um, Anyway, yeah, it looks like Astros are going to wrap this shit up. And that will be it for baseball. That'll be it for a while. I feel like every year it slips further and further into total irrelevance. And I don't know what they're going to do. But uh, maybe this is just my perception. But I just I don't really see a whole lot of intrigue there. There are some young, exciting players. But they're just too many fucking games. My God. Who has, who has the attention span... To pay attention 162 days to whatever your team does. Like, if we're all emotionally invested in our team, you're going up and down. Like, no. And not to mention, it's boring. I don't know. The World Series has been good. But the, everything before this just seems like, it's like, what are we doing? I don't know. Kanye's in the news. <laughs> uh, this is a sports podcast, but we will talk about anything. And Kanye's... <laughs> okay, everyone, I feel I could... Even though it's just me in this room, whoever listens to this podcast, I can hear everyone being like, oh, boy, am I going to get mad? Is he going to say something? You better not say something. I, I really... I, I think... Let's see. How, how do we cover this? I don't have anything written down for this. But uh, we're just going to shoot from the hip. I suppose. Um, it was more so, I think, the, the, now that Kyrie is now involved, I feel like... Now, now I guess I'm in. <laughs> I just I invested in the storyline. More so than picking sides. But, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a crazy thing to watch. Because some part of me thinks Kanye is trying to prove a point. But then some part of me is also like, well, he's also being quite reckless. Because socially, we're not going to tolerate anyone standing up and and pinpointing one group of people. Because that's... And blaming them. I'm not even sure exactly what Kanye has said. I just know that he's just, you know, everyone's called him an anti-Semite. But I don't know if he's had like a call to action against the Jews. I just, God, it's a weird, it's a real thing to just say. Um, but yeah, against Jewish people. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
or if he's just saying Jewish people control the media, but there's a power system at play that like lurks behind some type of uh, huge entertainment media socioeconomic monster like curtain. Like, like I don't know. That's where there's this like it's what he's hinting at is a very dark thing. Is that this there's a there's a lot of people behind the scenes who have a fuck ton of power and can basically erase you off the planet if you go against them. Now, I don't necessarily believe what Kanye believes, but I do think that there are there's a lot of invisible power that can basically turn you off now that so much of our life is fucking digital. And I guess in Kanye's thing, I don't think we should be able to hold someone this accountable for words. Because they're just words. He's not taking action. And he, I don't really think he's calling people to action. Like, I, we can, if you, really, if you really disagree with Kanye, then I think you should just ignore it. But then again, I guess you have to also fight for whatever it is. That you know that you feel like he's attacking, and uh, I get it. I, I I understand both sides, I suppose. But uh, I did watch an entire nation point the finger at unvaccinated people, blamed blamed unvaccinated people for the end of the world coming again. So and no one said shit about that. But this is this is all of a sudden. I don't know. I think I think we all need. I think we should be paying attention. Normally, I say the news is garbage, um, and just why why subscribe to the melodrama? I haven't said anything funny in like in five minutes, <laughs> so I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but this is. I feel like this is a story worth keeping an eye on because Ky- I'm not. Kyrie apparently reposted like a. He got on. He got on his computer, and then he took. He found. He hit on the keyboard. Repost a some some type of like anti-Jewish documentary or something like that, or a, a documentary that wasn't glowing about the Jews. I don't know, but uh, and he has now been suspended by the NBA over that. But it seems like they have a fair amount of support, Kyrie and Kanye. Like, I think playing it out on Twitter or on CNN or something, it seems like they're totally, they are way overpowered. And they may, they probably are in a way, but I don't know. It seems like there's, there's like narrative or like there's an, a conspiracy theory or whatever that kind of is doing this shit on purpose to kind of expose the power structures at play or I, I don't know. It's, it's. This is very interesting. Normally, I say I would say never pay attention to something like this, but I don't know. Maybe this is what they want with elections now here. They want this is what they want. They're like, yes, more. Well, who else can we rope into this shit? Like, when do, when's Dave Chappelle tag again? That that honestly, that's who's going to be who who settles this. You watch. Whenever Chappelle is going to have a special that comes out, and it's he's going to. He's going to talk about this. You mark my words. And honestly, Chappelle, that's kind of who he is. He is kind of this like civil rights figure. This 
this he's kind of a he is a a philosopher more or less that uh, that a lot of this country subscribes to, and he does kind of set the tone. So even though I say comedy isn't a call to action, it can definitely have a huge impact. Not all comedy will, but somebody like Chappelle definitely. So, but it will be funny, and because uh, he he kind of had a brush in like this, where the media turned against him, made him look crazy whenever he turned down that the third season of Chappelle's show, Comedy Central. He like turned he like walked away from like thirty million dollars or something, and he like ran away to Africa, and the media really tried to make him look like he was a total psychopath. It's like, damn, dude, why? Just because he didn't want to play ball? So. Looking out for that take. Uh, what else? I'm sure someone's mad. Like, Gwen, you didn't say what I wanted you to say. So you're off, buddy. I'm going to put on my true crime podcast now. Talk to me about murder, not about... Not about something somebody tweeted about. Something peaceful like Murder. <laughs> It is weird how many people listen to true crime podcasts. So many comics have jokes about true crime podcasts. And like, dude, come on. It's just like, it's just everyone's talking about it. But uh, I I listened to one true crime podcast. It was bad. It was, it was cool. But like binging it, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe you have a murder fetish. I don't know. That, that subject, that, (laughs) what am I talking about? Don't look at your notebook and then try to talk about murder. Um, I made an enemy this week in Chicago. First enemy. First hostile interaction. I uh, I was at an open mic, which is like batting practice. It's like a sad alcoholic batting practice for comedy. But it's kind of the lifeblood of stand-up. But they're fun. They, they can really drain your energy, but they also can be fun if... If you're in a fun kind of mood. And I was in a fun kind of mood the other day. We had bounced around. Me and a friend. Um, we had done three different mics. Three different shows already. We were at our last stop of the night. It's like 12. We've been we've been going since like 7.30. We go up 28th and 29th out of like 31 at this late mic. We had We signed up. And then left, did another mic, and then came back. So we like disappeared and then came back in time for our set. We go up, we do our sets, we leave as we're leaving. And one of the there was like three comics in the building. And one guy was like, Oh, come on! He's like, You guys fucking suck. You're leaving right now. You're not gonna hang out. You're not gonna watch my set. I watched your set. You're not gonna hang out for five more minutes. So, uh, there was one guy on stage at the time, and so we watched his set. And I was like, "That's, that's a good point." Watch, we did bam, we did, we did, we did. Kind of, it was a little icy. I thought my friend was like, "Nah, man, fuck that. Let's leave." We did like whatever. We're all, we all know what this is. It's open mic. We're not guaranteed to feel special. Like let's. And I think that's the healthier perspective. But the guy who yelled at us, he gets on stage, and then as <laughs> then we decide to actually leave. So we watched the first guy after this guy was yelling at us. Now this guy, I don't know if anyone can follow this, is on stage. And as he gets up, we <laughs> we we slip out. And he was like, oh, that's fucking bullshit. 
that's bullshit. What the fuck, man? He said like, we sat around there, Bob. And we we had already hit the door by that point, but um, <laughs> it was an interesting point of conflict because I felt guilty. That's that's something that uh, I can do. Maybe I'm sensitive, or I want to be a nice guy. Sometimes I hate when I want to be a nice guy. Fuck being nice. You know what I'm saying? I heard someone said something about kindness is better than being nice. And I'm pretty sure I agree with that. So I was like trying to be nice. because that, But my instinct wasn't to be kind. My instinct was to leave. Go home. I'm sleepy. I've done four mics. I'm sleepy, bro. I'm not trying to hang out and watch your drunken bullshit set. So I, I, I get both sides. That's basically... That's, guys, that's, that's what we're closing with. You got to understand both sides, all right? Kanye's right and Kanye's wrong. This guy yelling at me at the mic was right and wrong. We should have stayed. We should have had the love in our hearts to stay. But also, he should have had the love in our hearts to understand that we need to get the fuck out of there and go home. You know what I'm saying? With that, election day is around the corner. I'm not talking about it. I'm just saying we can meet in the middle. When did this podcast get so gay? What? What happened? <laughs> no! I'm talking about current things. No! Let's talk about football. What is happening? Thank you. Thank you for hanging in there, guys. We're almost we're almost done. It's been a weird one. I I'm not going to lie. 3 minutes in, I was like, "You know what? Let's let's trash this and start over." But I've kind of I'm kind of enjoying this uh this sloppy masterpiece of podcasting that's uh playing through um, your car, your car speakers right now. That's hilarious that I started a podcast and people could be listening in their cars, family around. Oh, they're holding hands, <laughs> and I'm just here. I feel I would imagine it feels very intimate. This is not, I'm just breathing. <laughs> anyway, this week, you guys. Uh, I'm gonna bet on the Bengals. Oh, but I, I fuck. They were favored by eight. It's already down to seven. I'm going to use them somehow. Uh, they're gonna win the game. I do believe that. Uh, Carolina has a bad pass rush, and that's that's an automatic green light to play the Bengals. If you can't sack Joe Burrow, then he's gonna put up points, and I, the Bengals have to win. They fucking have. This is a must-win game. They can't fuck around and lose this game. So, even though Zach Taylor has, uh, you know, his limitations, I just I'm putting this on the fucking DNA of Joe Burrow, which is ne- that is not how you want to bet. You, you numbers are usually what you need. I will look into that, but the this anyone who listens to this podcast knows numbers aren't really they they come and go here. Sometimes they happen. Speaking of numbers, Atlanta. Getting three points at home against a very weird Chargers team. Uh, they have a they have arguably the worst head coach in the league. They have some serious flaws. Their offensive line's banged up. Their defensive line's banged up. Their wide receiving people are banged up, <laughs> and they are not good at defending when you run the football. And Atlanta run the football, and I think I think. I like I I can see this one playing out tight game, Atlanta covers probably gonna win I think. Uh, 
going to be interesting. This Falcons team, I watched the Bengals absolutely destroy them. So they uh, they might suck a little. They might be like a shitty good team. Does that make sense? Uh, but the, the Chargers are, are, I don't think they're going to be good enough to expose that. Uh, and then, of course, the Seahawks. Two and a half on the road against the fucking poopy ass Cardinals? Are you kidding me? The Cardinals. Let me come on, dude. The Seahawks are after this week. They're gonna win by ten, and people are like, "Oh, yeah." And so this is. I feel like this is our last chance to win with them and to be ahead of the market. Last one: Saints at home against uh, against Baltimore. I like that. I'm not so sure about this Baltimore team, and I think the Saints team are, is sneaking up on people. People are just like, "Oh, Drew Brees ain't there." Drew Brees don't play there no more. So I mean, I mean, how good can they actually be? You know with if they don't got Drew Brees no more. And they got Andy Dalton. Which is not it's not great. But uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think they'll be alright. Monday Night Football. The Ravens are really not that good. Now obviously I'm, I'm so biased. As a Bengals fan. But uh, whatever. That's it. Was this the last one they'll ever listen to? Is it, I feel like. This podcast has been ignored by a huge portion of the world for whatever reason. There's billions of people who have not heard this podcast. And it would be funny if this was the episode that people started sharing. And I actually had to be held accountable for once. Because I didn't I didn't kiss. I didn't bow down. I didn't bow down to the social king and say who's bad. I feel like I should end the podcast now. Like if I was a producer, he would be he would be using a fire extinguisher on me. Stop! Stop talking. We're just talk it's just words. No one's we're just we gotta find out where everybody stands. We're just we're just talking. Just yapping. We're seeing where we stand. We're not we're not we're not we're just exploring, you know? It's like when you first start having sex, you just wanna see you want to see what it's all about? And that's, and that's, now it's over. All right. Good night. Good afternoon.